Same intro as last week, but different songs, so I'm hoping that people will not think it's the same episode. <laughs> so which dead guy do we talk about now? Ugh. Man, Eddie Red Halen died. What a yeah. what a shitty fucking day. Hasn't he had cancer for like ever? Yeah, but still. Like Trump gets COVID and then fucking Eddie Van Halen dies. Well, I think fuck? I think one of those things is true. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Um yeah. I liked Eddie Van Halen a lot. Uh you know. Shitty day for me, I guess. Shitty day for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gotta love Van Halen. He's, we got one more summer of Van Halen. <laughs> uh, I think you'll appreciate which song I uh, I made the intro. Is it um, Job? I'll, I'll, no. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you guess what it is. Um, and it's definitely a song that you can see me picking. Um. So it's got its visit Van Halen. You get you get three guesses. Oh Jesus. Okay, um Ice Cream Man. No. <laughs> um so it's not it's, some, it, it's something me or Brian would pick. So it's Operation Mind Crime. <laughs> <laughs> you would pick it too. So it's not Operation Mind Crime. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> oh. a Van Halen song. Is <laughs> it jump? No. No, oh, because that's what I'd pick. Well, I didn't. Well, I'll find out tomorrow. No. Van Hagar? Yeah, of course I do. Uh, okay. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking we were going to keep this sacred for one day. I'm going to go for the laughs. It's that part, too. Oh. I guess Eddie Van Halen was in Van Halen when Van Hagar sang. Yeah, he was in there the whole the whole time. Yeah, I guess he, he was. I guess he was in there the whole time. We have the same beverage today. We're both drinking uh, twenty ounce uh, Diet Coke bottles. Yeah, we're in line because I did grocery shopping right before I did this, and I saw a Diet Coke there, and I thought that might give me enough zip. And zest to get me through the rest of the evening. I'm hoping it wakes me up. It's like my coffee today. I'm all I'm all backwards with my hours again. So we gotta get you back on track, like the ten yard I, fight I, song. I get on track and then I fall off track almost immediately because nobody goes to bed at like ten thirty every night. I do. Not every night because there are nights you stay up late and you party and you drink and whatever. And very rarely. Also, my brain sucks. It's, oh, like, it's like, oh, you've been on this normal schedule for a week now. It's time for you to stay up all night for no fucking reason at all. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take you into the home. We'll take you into house listener. You can do the same sleep schedule as us for a couple of weeks. and go to bed at, what did I do? I did 8.30 on Sunday, I think. That's good. I did a 9.15 yesterday. I mean, it was the the beginning of the third. It was still 13 to 10 when I went to bed last night. Yeah, for the past few months, I've, I've either fallen asleep at 10.30 in the morning or 10.30 at night. It was like very no, very little in between. Mm. The in between days are like transitional champions in wrestling. They, they're not yeah. there for very long. It's our cat. <laughs> Shiki baby. <laughs> Fucking who else died? Bob Gibson died. Oh yeah, that's right. Bob Gibson died, and I was like, if you don't know who Bob Gibson is or anything about him, give him a read. And then a New Jersey listener went ahead and, and sent me pretty much everything about Bob Gibson. 
Rocco sneaky knows a lot about sports. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's why he, that's why he likes the podcast then. Probably because I'm, I'm I'm a little bit of a sports guy and you're a little bit of a sports guy and together we make one whole sports guy. <laughs> I'm a so, little bit sports guy. <laughs> I'm a little bit sports guy too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> together we make up one Tony Maserati. I have not been listening to that. I haven't listened to any sports radio, so. I well, if, if I if I was driving, I probably would have turned it on today so I could listen to the Bill O'Brien talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, about time, yeah. That was gonna. Happen. I don't know. It's about time, but there are think... three coaches who I knew were getting fired this year. One of them uh, was uh, Bill O'Brien for sure. Like you don't trade away your best player and then go oh. So, yeah, I feel I feel like he didn't get fired because his team was 0-4. I feel like he got fired for trading his best wide receiver and then going 0-4. That's why, that's why I clarified it, because, like, come on, man. Like, you made the Cardinals a good team. <laughs> are they? Uh, they? They, I mean, I think they are, obviously, but they... They're still young, and they're still figuring it out, but they could be good. Like, they're not going to be, like, a team this year, but maybe, like, in the next two or three years, they could be a contender if Hopkins stays and they, they continue to draft well. Yeah, um, the, so the other two were, were Matt Patricia and Dan Quinn. Yeah. And so, Gase, too. I don't know. I don't think Gase is going to st- keep that job for very long. I mean, they'll just keep him to the end of the year. That team is the worst football team I've ever seen. One of the, yeah. Uh, um, Browns a few years ago were really bad. Browns a few uh, years ago were really bad, but... They were trying. They were competitive. They were competitive at a few games. They were um, like, like I mean, I guess we said this about the Dolphins last year because it looked like they were going to get steamrolled every week. But once it was Fitzpatrick and Rosen was out, that kind of you kind of knew they were going to win a couple games. Yeah, I don't know. This just the Jets team doesn't look like they're going to win any games at all. I could see and, them not win. Uh, well, well, keep in mind too, they have a lot of guys on IR. So if like they get Le'Veon Bell back and he wants to play, like that could make them good. Um, if Sam Darnold figures out that he's playing football, then um, I don't know. They could win. They could sneak a few games off of. I thought they were going to beat the Broncos, but then I realized that you know the Jets were terrible. So I picked the I picked the Broncos, and I was right. Is that I mean the Texans are going to win two or three games? Either that, or they got to go. They're going to win the next eight because they fired the coach Te- they've all hated this entire time. Yeah, Texans will, I don't think they'll not win a game this season. Um, there are a lot of teams who I think will win, like, a handful of games in the NFL, like the Texans, the um, the Colts, the Bengals. I mean, the Colts already have three wins, so. Yeah, but I don't see them being, like, a, a real contender. Oh, I mean, I just don't believe them because I think Phillip Rivers sucks. I don't think but... he sucks, but, like, I just don't see them being like the team, especially when you have teams like Kansas City in the league. Like, there's no way they're 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 standing up to them. The Pats kept stayed competitive in that game the other night because their defense played well. What did they, they do? They, they scored two they, touchdowns in eight seconds or something like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that was because uh, Jeff Jarrett Stidham uh, threw an interception. A pick six, like, first play right after they scored a touchdown. I know that he won his game, but Tom Brady has a real lot of interceptions and a real lot of pick sixes this year already. Yeah, well, it's the it's the Buccaneers, I mean. Like, is it possible he goes full DeLome and he still wins games? Uh, I he goes full, he's full Matt Schaub, but he also throws touchdowns? I think he's going to have a very similar year to what, uh, What's his face? Detroit Stafford used to do before he got hurt, and now he's just terrible. Throw a million yards and throw a million yards, four touchdowns, and then like a, a devastating pick six to lose the game. I don't think he had a lot of devastating pick sixes. I think that the Stafford will go down as like a huge waste in Detroit. He was really good for a few years. I say a few years, probably six or seven years. I think he's still pretty good now, but nah. The Detroit's Detroit's another team that I don't see winning more than like a handful of games. No, they got screwed out of that playoff game, and they've been pretty much trash ever since. Yeah, 
And they fi- they fired that um I forget the boring guy from who coached the Colts in the Super Bowl that year. Uh fucking oh, what's his fucking name? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I forget his name. He's that's how boring he is. <laughs> fucking uh whatever. Uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, I have not hit below double digits in my pickums this year. Every week, I've gotten at least ten or more picks right. That's pretty good. I'm 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 at about a seventy percent average for games, which I feel is is decent. Uh, I need to get hot though. The problem is like shitty teams will beat like good teams like out of nowhere. So, I mean, there was one, was it two weeks ago, with a Panthers word, underdogs against uh, the Chargers, was it? It was the Chargers, I think. And it's like, I don't think the Chargers are that good, and I don't think that the Panthers are that bad. I think the Panthers are are the team that will be in every game this year. I think, uh, like, uh, what was I going to say? I think it might have been a Chargers game. Uh, maybe, maybe, no, it was the it was fucking Bears games. I keep on getting Bears games wrong, except for this oh. week. I think this week was the first time I I picked them to lose, and I was right. They um they'll correct that. <laughs> they just started. Yeah, Nick Foles. They lost. They, Nick, lost, they lost a game nineteen to eleven. Nick Foles wearing uh, Mitch Trubisky in a Nick Foles mask. <laughs> Next week it's the rematch, isn't it? Isn't it Brady versus Foles two? <laughs> go, go Chicago. <laughs> They're not going to win that game. All right, so I didn't watch any of Jared Stidham yesterday. Oh man, tell me, tell me uh, what I missed. Did you watch any Brian Horia? No, I didn't watch any Brian Horia. I didn't watch any of that game. Okay. Um, so recently I found out that David Lynch does a, a daily weather report, and then he also picks a number for the day out of a jar. He puts 10 numbers in a jar, and he picks one out. And yesterday he picked number two. Brian Hoyer wears number two. And I found this out after the like they'd taken him out because it was so bad. Um, all right, so Hoyer drives the team down to like the, the red zone, right? And the it's like 30 seconds left, no more timeouts, right? Um, so there's, uh, something, no, it's like 15 seconds left or something like that. No more timeouts. So it's third down. They either score a touchdown here or you throw it away and you kick a field goal to tie the game before the half. Uh, Hoyer fucking holds onto the ball, holds onto the ball, holds onto the ball, doesn't throw it away, gets sacked. No uh, points. So, so then he tries to call for a timeout with three seconds left. So he thought he had so, a timeout and he didn't? So he had zero situational awareness. He had nobody open, and he didn't throw the ball away so we could kick a field goal. All right? And that's before the half. So he cost us at least three points before the half. Uh, we, get the, we get the ball coming out of the second half. We get down to the 10-yard line again. All right? We're about to fucking score one way or the other, touchdown or field goal. Drops back, fumbles, <laughs> two, trip, two trips to the red zone, and he fucking blows it. He, he costs us at least 14, minimum of six. So we would have been in the lead had he just fucking not done that and kicked two field goals. It wouldn't have lasted very long, but it would have happened. Um, Kansas City's offense not doing very well. Uh, Patriots defense playing really good. Uh, it's been not break. Uh, we held them to no touchdowns in the first half. Uh, you can't keep that offense down for very long, so they obviously they go back down and they score. And so it's like 13-3 to three now. Still, a man, uh, Patriots come down, they put Stidham in, they score a touchdown. So now it's 13-10. And I'm like, how the fuck are the Patriots in this game? They've been playing terribly. And I'm like, oh, it's their defense who's playing really well. <clears throat> so the next possession, Kansas City goes down, scores another touchdown. 
And then Stidham throws a pick six <laughs> the very first play. So now it's unmanageable. It's 26 to, to 10 at that point. And so I it just that stayed that way. I went to bed. I think it was the beginning of the fourth quarter when I went to bed, actually. Because it was 13 to 10. And yeah. then I checked the score when I woke up. Like, oh? Like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Um, well, that's what happened. I mean, like like I said, Kansas City's offense, it's too good to hold down. The, the Patriots' defense, they, they missed a field goal, so they really kept them to 20 points, but the Patriots' defense kept their offense to 19 points. Um, Cam Newton's in that game, they win that game. God damn it. Now we rely on Cam Newton. Cam Newton is the Patriots right now. Cam Newton in a solid defense. <clears throat> How did he get COVID? Uh, kissing. He went necking. He went necking? He, he found a place where he could do some necking. <laughs> he went to that place that, uh, where uh, where old Heron Hernandez was hanging out, did some necking. <laughs> Um, I was thinking of uh, Tex Ferguson and Carl uh, Chad Too Bad on their way to Southpaw. <laughs> they got lost. But they found a place where they could do some decking. Um, yeah, I don't know how Cam got it, but he took a picture of himself without a mask on. And I was like, you fucking idiot. God damn it, Cam. At least, do you think he really got it? Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> There's there is a part of me that thinks he's that that uh, Dickface is faking it, but there's also a big part of me that's like I hope he has it, and he's like trying to still downplay it, and then like next week just drops. Oh yeah, I mean obviously I think that because I'm a bad person. Oh, you're not a bad person at all for thinking that. Uh, people who like Trump have delighted in other people's misery for the past five years. It's okay for you to be like, ha! It's that's perfectly fine. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make me a bad person. I'm a bad person for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd get a chuckle out of it. Oh, I would love it. I would just think There'd be a little pep in my step. I would... I would flip, co- I'd flip coins at children. <laughs> <laughs> I would... Everywhere I went, I would... I would generously tip whoever would be like oh it's a great day have a nice yeah. one flip coins and children they'd bite it to make sure it was real <laughs> Gee, it's, thanks, it's, yeah it's 1932 all over again <laughs> oh boy what a fucking shit show this past week has been what a shit what a shit show this year has been I, I, it's just the worst it is just the drizzling shits this year is the drizzling shits Something else. Actually, something good happened. I don't remember what it was. Was it that? Was it that he got COVID? I'm trying to think of what silver lining there was. That was the the best part of my week, uh, aside from me uh, negotiating, getting not one of the two guitars I wanted back, but both of them. I got the Warlock coming back my way. You also got a warlock like the yeah, same yeah. exact day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I sent I sent you a picture of my of my uh, teal blue warlock, and which is you, really nice. You just said LOL. Mine's coming Tuesday, <laughs> uh, Thursday, <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, blue is is dating a girl who had uh, an Epiphone West Paul and a black warlock, and I was just like, "Are you dating?" female me from 15 years ago <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm getting that guitar back and i'm getting uh i had an old white les paul with a floyd rose on it um i'm getting that back too that's pretty sweet yeah what are you gonna do with all those guitars play them <laughs> play them uh i've been playing guitar a lot more the past few days i put my uh my custom like seven string West Paul style guitar. I put that into A standard instead of B standard. And it's uh, it's pretty heavy now. I um I gotta learn how to set up a Floyd Rose. I haven't done that in a long time. Oh that's easy. I could I could show you. I'm gonna uh, if I run into any problems I'll ask you. I'm gonna try to do it off of memory. Just you because 
I don't. I, I want to be able to do it real quick the next time I do it. Yeah, it, it's it's simple. All you have to do, I'll just tell you right now, and this is, could be educational for for listener. Yeah. Um, you block off the tremolo one way or the other. You just keep it level and even. Um, you take off the strings. You uh, you know polish it up real nice. Get it to to looking good. Turn it sideways. Then, <laughs> and then uh, you stick it up, butt boys, butt. Um, uh, but that—that's what you really do—is just tune it up, get it all uh, set up, and everything with it blocked up. And then you take the blocks out, and you should be as long as you're in the same tuning, you should be all set. Yeah. So I mean, it's set up for E standard right now, and I'm going to drop B. Okay. So you're gonna have to adjust the. I would recommend using heavier gauge strings and um, loosening the uh, the screws in the in the back of the guitar. So you take off the the plastic panel thing, and where yeah. the springs are connected to the that uh, thing that's screwed into the guitar, you just loosen the screws so that it's further back, and you should be all right. Yeah. Okay. So it's same thing. I usually always use a nine volt battery to block it off. Whatever fits to where it's flat is is what you should use. Like I took a, a a toothbrush and I wrapped duct tape around it and I just stick that in there and it works. <laughs> Actually, that's pretty good. That also yeah. sounds like whatever I do, I should wrap duct tape around because I don't want to destroy it. I want it to have this nice birthday cake finish. Yeah, that's what I. That's, that's the whole reason, just so it protects everything. But that would be the the like. Just keep on adjusting where the uh the screws are until you find a spot where the f- the Floyd Roseway is flat and then uh, in the tuning that you're in so if you're in drop B you know 11s 12s 11s at least 12s recommended for the strings I'm I've I moved up to 10s for drop B <laughs> uh that might be hard uh with a Floyd guitar just because it's so loose you'll have so much slack that it might not like hold the Floyd Rose. I'm going to go for it, but I understand now that that's probably make, it makes very a lot of sense that it would be different on that than the fixed one. Yeah. But I have to try it now. Yeah, try it out and if if the tens are too loose, then I would just recommend moving up at least one string gauge, maybe nah, two. I'd probably go two at that point just because I wouldn't want to deal with that shit. Yeah, and because well, I, the the neck's so it, much thinner than the ones that I usually have, so I probably won't care if the gauge is a little thicker. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, thick strings aren't exactly hard to play on. It's just a matter of how much tension you have going from the the tuners to the the bridge. But I just like being able to bend the shit out of harmonics like an asshole. Yeah, uh, obviously it'll be tighter than. Uh, yeah, I don't like. I don't like. I don't like them tight. Oh, I love tight strings. <laughs> if you just didn't you, say if you just didn't say strings, we could have riffed on that for another minute or two. Um, we could we could still do it, uh, <laughs> but like the string gauges I use, like I use uh, uh, thinner strings have a lighter gauge, and then the thicker strings have a heavier gauge. So I use elixirs because my hands are fucking gross, and I ruin everything I touch. So I use. <laughs> Custom oh. lights. With... <laughs> Peter, hey. Um, uh... You know, I play the bass guitar too. <laughs> um, like, so the strings I use for like the thin strings are like 9 gauge, so 9, 11, 16. But the heavier strings are from like a 10 gauge set, so. And it doesn't make... fuck it up at all? No. Um,. It's it's perfectly because I play in standard tuning for the most part. So, um, so you're not cool. I'm not cool at all. But it's a seven string, so I have the low B. So that's a sixty gauge. Yeah, I like to play drop tunings through line sixes. <laughs> <laughs> I had another idea too this weekend that I was like, you know, I could just build a pedal board with all the pedals I use in the Zoom pedal. And it'll probably sound really nice. And then I thought, or I could get another zoom pedal and then daisy chain that with the other zoom pedal. <laughs> um, yeah, I was playing my zoom pedal the other day. Um, great little, little uh, 
multi-effects. Um, yeah, I mean, I, even if I did, like, build a real board, like, the, uh, I would have that around in a pinch. I think it, I use it primarily for its noise gate. I think its noise gate is awesome. Yeah, I mean, even, like, the the rat clone is a good, and it, having a nice, it's the, uh, the, uh, the EQ and the tube screamer aren't bad either. Yep. Um, I, I think the tube screamer sounds better on, uh, Amps like my micro dark, uh, whereas like I don't use any boosts. Actually, no, I use the uh, Jeff Lewis boost on my Powerball, but I still have the the gain super low on it. My Jeff oh. Lewis boost is fucking awesome. It's like a it's like a tube screamer, but with like a bass boost on it too. I've never used. I've never had anything where the gain channel was low. <laughs> I think that all my gain channels that I have are dimed, and I have invaders. You never. You also don't have a Powerball, which is just a gain machine. I mean, I have a I have a GX one thirty C, which is yeah, pretty but, super gain. It's solid state though. Yeah, but this is a four channel amp <laughs> with with three high gain channels. I mean, the Crunch channel is technically a low gain channel, but if I fucking put a Tube Screamer and and dime that gain channel, it sounds fucking awesome. My ice earth sound on, on logic, I I have it like turned like two quarters of the way up, or, or two thirds. I gotta seriously look at some of the the tiny amps because I'm not gonna be driving for another two months. I found out today, and I'm gonna be try to travel to do drive by, and I'm gonna need to have a head with me, so I need to find something I can keep in a backpack. Um, well, right off the top of my head, there's several that you could try. There is the one I have, which is the orange micro dark, which I think you would like a lot. Yeah, I um, think that's the one I was gonna look for because that, um, that's what's the that's the smallest one, right? No, <laughs> orange came out with a pedal version of that amp um, called the uh, oh, it's the it's the white version of it. I used to have the white version to like the the micro terror, um, which is still very good. Uh, the, the micro dark is just a little bit more better for metal, um, so you still might prefer that one. But the para, the terror is like the the micro stamp, yeah, and it's the same amp as the the micro terror, the lunchbox white one, but in a pedal form. Okay, so you and and it's got its own like power in it and everything. So literally, all you have to do is just set it up to like a cab. How much is that? Actually, I can I can look into that. Probably will, the same price as the other ones. I will, um, I will fuck with a guitar pedal lamp. Absolutely. Um, there's other, ver- there's other. Look, they might cost more, but there's other, uh, basically preamp or even just full amp pedal based things. Uh, there's even uh, PV makes a sixty five oh five microhead. Like a, like a pedal. Um, well, there's the microhead, which is a little bit more expensive. But then there's the uh, like a piranha, I think it's called, and um, that's like a small, a super small version. I am like I'm like one of those people where if I have to do something that's like technology based or like not cool to me, if I go so far in the other direction that like it's almost a gimmick, that I think it's okay. So yeah. like now like I I won't be using if I'm not going to use like vintage solid state amps I have to use like line into the PA <laughs> <laughs> like the most computer generated guitar noise I can possibly have. You could get a a Pod XT with the the metal expansion and just run that to a PA that has cab simulation on it. Yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I have one of those. Uh, it's not the best sounding, but you can get you could it'll sound fucking dirty. It'll sound very dirty. Can I make it sound like I'm practicing with my friends in seventh grade? Yo, that's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> All right. Uh, lots it, lots of pedal options on there too. Well, will it have will it have the uh, reverb all the way up? Even though I don't want it to be. <laughs> you can have you can have reverb and you can have uh the room size turned up so it'll be even more reverb add a, add a digital delay on top of that that's gonna do we start doing drive-by just i'm gonna have like 
89 style black metal reverb on my guitar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're going to be unlistenable or unlistenable or. But I'm trying to think of any other small options. There's tons of small options out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, but... the, the, that technology has moved so much faster than I've been paying attention to it, too, that anything I would even oh, know. There, there's other, I forget which company makes it, but there's like this head called like the Zombie which is uh, a, a very small version of a Mesa Boogie amp. Um, they have other names for heads too. Like, I mean, they also the make Zom- a little. They make a little tiny triple rec too. Do they? I mean, made a little tiny one, but it's the same size as your orange. Oh, oh, they, oh, they make a lunchbox. I didn't know that. I know Blue had a, a small dual rec that was really expensive though. That was like eight or nine hundred bucks, I think. Yeah, so like when you start getting to like the real ones, they're probably closer to a thousand dollars. Yeah, like the um, the Sweetwater listener ordered some microphones from Sweetwater, and I get the she gets the catalog now, so I'll look through it like it's the old musician's friend catalog. Yeah, like, um, but but in terms of small amps, like I forget what the names of those heads are, but like the Zombie is called the Zombie because it has M and a B. In the name, so the M and the B are capitalized, where everything else is lowercase, because MB Mesa Boogie. Uh, That's how you can tell what what amp they're kind of going for, and they're 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 very tiny and and decent. I'm gonna look into that. That's that sounds dumb, and that's kind of up my alley because it has a stupid name. Yeah, um, I don't care. Like if if anything's like stupid sounding or whatever, as long as like it sounds decent, I'll play it. I don't care. Uh, but that's yeah, why same. I, I, I particularly like the the orange amps. Uh, Chikini turned me on to. He got the dark ter- uh, the micro terror first, and I was like, "Oh, that's really fucking cool." So I got one, and then like a year later, the micro darks came out. So I traded, or I sold my micro terror and got the micro dark. And that's what I'm gonna look into. I mean, I probably won't do it till after Christmas, but if I um, I guess if I'm gonna be traveling for two months, fuck. I guess it really doesn't make sense. I'm gonna. I guess it doesn't matter. I'm gonna look into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue this conversation in the next week's episode and see how many more amps we can find. Yeah. Uh, like mm-hmm. I honestly have no no use for amps because everything I do is computerized now. So like I have like four heads, five heads or five amps that I don't use in my house right now. <laughs> five amps, six cameras. Oh, the. Uh, I also want to, just because I'm an asshole, I want to get a coffin case for the first time in my life. Um, yeah. Uh, I can, I can ask Blue about the hard shell case that his, his lady friend has that he's, for the guitar he's talking about, because I don't want the case, because I have enough hard shell cases to where I don't need anymore. Um, well, I just also know it's not going to fit in any of the ones I have. Yeah, but, I don't think eh, it might fit in one of them actually. But I'll, we're I'll, I'll inquire about what kind of case it is. I don't think it's a coffin case though. I think it's just a normal. Yeah, I think I want. Yeah, I think I want a coffin case. I don't blame you. Like, come on! Is there anything cooler than an old guy walking on a walking into a show with a coffin case <laughs> with a coffin case and a top knot? <laughs> uh, you do have. Very serious Brody Lee vibes going on. <laughs> oh, I've been looking at the suit to make sure it's okay because even if I don't go anywhere for Halloween, which it looks like I'm probably not, at least I can dress like Brody Lee and throw papers at listener. That I joke, have, uh, that joke will get old to her very quick. But I have uh, a good Halloween costume in mind. <laughs> I'm not going to announce it because I'm gonna, I think there are listeners who will be there. But uh, it it does involve me pre-recording a video <laughs> for it. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, I'll tell you, I'll tell you when we're done. Pre-recording a video. Yeah. Okay. So it's technically two costumes. I, I already have everything for what I'll need for that one, but the other one, I, I need to buy things for. It's a shame that we can't be the boys in cars. And by boys in cars, I mean, you wear a sombrero and I have a sweater tied around my neck in a, in an atomizer. I was going to say, we both just wear white suits with our sleeves rolled up. 
It's true. <laughs> We, well, we, we, both, we, we, we think we're strike force, but we're really just two fat Robbie Duprees. <laughs> Arriba. <laughs> Speaking of strike force, I watched. Uh, strike force. No, I watched uh, SummerSlam 89 the other night. Uh, is that the Zeus one? Hulk Hogan? Beef, beef cake, cake Bob. <laughs> Uh, but I, I like this a lot more than I I thought I would I would like that. That's show. got some good sherry in it too. Oh yeah, um, is that is the awesome. one where sherry's a bumping machine? Uh yeah, yeah. Sherry sherry's always good to take a few bumps for the team, you know. Um, everyone shits on Rick Rude and Warrior for being too long. I liked it. Was that in the cage? No, that was the next year. Um, <coughs> this was for the IC title. Oh, this is one where uh, Rude wins. No, Rude won at WrestleMania. So this is the rematch where Warrior oh. wins it back. Um, but Roddy Piper comes down and uh, distracts Rick Rude and then cuts the most Coke-inspired Roddy Piper promo ever. <laughs> he's actually, it's so Coke-inspired that he's like sniffing his nose and like rubbing his nose like this the entire time. <laughs> I fucking love Roddy Piper. Yeah, and that's what kind of made me love this show. I was like, oh, that match was okay. It, was, it wasn't good by any means, but it was just fun to watch. And uh, oh, I hate how they dub over Rick Rude's music, though. They have like something that sounds nothing like it. It sounds like the, um, the music they use in the Royal Rumble Sega game. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, his, I thought his old music was awesome. Like the old old timey stripper music, dude. He looks like such a scumbag. Yeah, especially when he had the long hair. Yeah, like the like, the, <sighs> like the real big afro long hair. He looked like a, a white version of like the heel from uh, Welcome to America or Coming to America. Okay. <laughs> Who let his soul glow? There's a sequel to that coming out, or there's a sequel to that has already come out. Um, I, I heard rumors that there was a Coming to America sequel. Yeah, I'd fuck with that. Um, but when you have one sequel, when you have one like thing come in that you want to see, obviously another thing comes goes out. So the other day, uh, Mark Moran or Macron or whatever his name is. Mark Marin, um, the WTF Marin. guy, um, the guy that's on Glow. Yes, that's where okay. I, that's where I was getting to. Um, he um, tweeted out, "He's like, uh, no more Glow. Sorry, stinks." Um, so Glow has been canceled. The show about Glow lasted longer than Glow lasted. Uh, but at the same time. Maybe. Cumulatively. Not cumulatively, but... uh, Glow was less than two seasons. But more episodes. Probably, yeah. That's where I'm... That's that's where my brain was going. um, I I like that show. I thought it was good. No, everyone says it was good. I never watched it. Like, there's like... Why don't they make a show about the AWA? (laughs) <laughs> I would love that. Uh, I, I I still think there needs to be our fucking HBO uh, Dick Patrick show. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the one show I'd like to see more than anything. Now, so would Nick Patrick play Kenny Powers, or would Danny McBride play Nick Patrick? Danny McBride would play Nick Patrick as Kenny Powers, and <laughs> he'd be like he'd be sort of like how he is in Vice Principals, like kind of like a jerk but still like you know he kind of buttoned up and and tightly wound whereas once he gets to be the nwrf he completely turns into kenny powers it is a super douchebag now would april be able to hear eric bischoff (laughs) i can't hear you (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, 
I love Kevin Nash talking about that. That's my favorite thing. What did he say? What, what cool thing did he say about it? He's like, well, it's supposed to be our show, and like, we're out there. If we're doing jobs, we should be like coming out with like lipstick marks on our faces from like kisses from like hot girls in this contest. Like, it looks like we're back there like partying with them, and then we come out and we're not focused and we lose the match. Like, that would have been like what I would have done. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, like women make the knees soft. <laughs> Holler, if you hear me, <laughs> Diamond Dallas trash. <laughs> Your wife, Kimberly. <laughs> I don't know. That's, what about her? Uh, I I forget what he would say at a promo about her. Nothing good. <laughs> when's N- when, when's NWA going to come back? They said that Power was coming back, but like uh, I would everyone, hope so. I, like a lot of people who are in NWA are I don't think are coming back to NWA. That's, that's fine. It doesn't. I honestly don't really. I'm not like in love with the characters. I mean, Nick Aldis probably should have to be there, but. Yeah, like James Storm, I think is is gone. Wasn't uh, James Storm supposed to be on WWE, but then the pandemic happened? Yes, but he also recently <laughs> won the, the yeah he won the the NWA tag title. So I don't know how real that is. That sounds him like something Eli fat Drake. James Storm would say. Yeah, him and Eli Drake were uh, fucking tag champions, and they had like that uh, the Crockett Cup going on, you know. I think that the show doesn't really matter because they record all of them in two days. So, I, I don't know. They can really just kind of... It can be kind of anyone, and I don't really care. Yeah. As long as it's the studio, and it's like, it's kind of... I don't know. It, the characters don't really... Are, are good, don't get me wrong, but they could kind of be anyone. Like... um they talked about bringing power back without a studio audience. I feel like that's the only one that they couldn't literally couldn't do without it. I don't know why. Um, like you can't really have the other wrestlers as a, as a makeshift co- crowd. Like you could have like people in attendance, like st- sit like very far apart just to make noise. And then you never show the crowd. You could probably do that. But it would literally require every camera angle to be uh, coming from the crowd aspect, so you would never, ever actually see the crowd. There's just something about that many people making that much noise that makes that show perfect. Like, it's not, Uh, like, an overwhelming response. It's, like, it's loud enough to, like, like, interrupt a promo. Like, I don't know. It's the same way it was in the 80s, It's a game show audience. Yeah, it's a game show audience. It's exactly what it is. Like it makes like, the promos better. It makes the matches good. I do think they got a little bit too like self-important. The probably yeah, they reel like, it back. Like they they tried to hijack the show a couple of times and make it about them. I kind of hate that about wrestling crowds. Like I like the booing and the cheering, and the the chants are fine. But like when it's nothing but like constant chants. And like you're not letting the show progress. I don't know. You, you're you're uh, impeding as as opposed to improving. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I think wrestling crowds, by and large, do that most of the time. On a, it's, uh, it's all about it's all about them and not about the the actual wrestling show. On a power note, uh, Ricky Starks is pretty awesome in AEW. Uh, I like him a lot. Him and Darby had a really good match the other week. Well, he's been also like doing some commentary on Dark with Taz. Yeah. And that dynamic's fun. The commentary on Dark is perfect. <laughs> Dark, is, Dark is a perfect wrestling show. It's Excalibur and Taz talking about like uh, SEC football and Big Ten football. Yeah, and just like, it just, <laughs> the commentary's off the rails immediately. Taz just says dumb shit. Like when when Ricky Starks is there, just wearing no shirt and pants, yeah. <laughs> like they they kind of pick everything apart, like people at home would be doing, but like they're also still kind of like half ass trying to stay 
like kayfabe. It's really weird. It's it's such, it's I I love dark. The I, squash I match. They're, they're fun squash matches. It's not must see for me. Like uh, like I watch less and less wrestling. Like the older I get, kind of, and like with the the G one going on, like I'll catch like one or two matches here or there. Uh, not, I, it's not even must see for me, but I think the G one's better to watch than dark. Yeah, but dark's easy for me to figure out. I know all the people. I don't actually <laughs> have to watch it. Yeah, I, I kind of just play like video games uh, while wrestling is on. I'll put it on if I'm cooking dinner. I'll put it on if I've got nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. If I'm going to take a nap, I'll put Impact on. I'll fall asleep for something I don't care about. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were forcing yourself to like it. I am. Right. I like it for the parts I'm awake for. Um, did you watch uh, TakeOver this weekend? No. Come on. Uh, missed a good one. I'm well, sure. it's just fun. Good matches. You know, that's all I care about. If I you like AEW dark then you should like take over you know yeah but i just i'm not ready to do anything vince related yet gotcha i'm still uh, mad at him <laughs> well this is this is vince adjacent this is hunter so yeah i mean come on and he he hangs up he hangs out at lake winnipesaki so i kind of feel like you know we we have we have some common interests <laughs> you like to ahead and like put winnipesaki yeah uh, but either way, Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly were in the main event, and that was a really good match. Didn't uh, Mustafa Ali end up being the head of Retribution? The Nexus, yeah, <laughs> the the COVID Nexus, COVID Nexus, <laughs> COVID, COVID Nexus Antifa. Also, uh, speaking of COVID Nexus Antifa, uh, <laughs> Corey listener. Uh, said that the Donovan Dijak shirt said America runs on Dijak. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, igno- the, the, the DD shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm acknowledging that on the pod because he sent that message to me while I was at work, I think. And then I didn't notice it till like the next day. And I just think, yeah, it's too late. I'm not responding. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, he used to have a Dunkin' Donuts shirt. Dunkin yeah. Donuts inspired shirt. And then Scotty Slade had the Attitude Era shirt that, oh boy, yeah, the first run was uh, very unfortunate. That um, <laughs> reminds me, I saw someone post about uh, Kiss's German logo. Who? Kiss has a different logo in Germany because the S's are really close to the bolts. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and the S's look like fives. They fucking rule. I, I want noticed that. Yeah, they do look like that. Yeah. Which is weird because, you know. How chewy they are. (laughs) (laughs) They're Jewish guys. Not only will they have a Nagila, they'll have another one, too. (laughs) That's a terrible joke. I know. I've never heard anyone say it. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm saying Jew jokes that are so bad that no one's ever said them, they can't be good. Because I think that everyone's out of Jew jokes. Well, that one wasn't a bad joke because it's not really like you didn't go against them or anything like that. You're just making a pun. Yeah. Has okay. nothing to do with anything negative. It's just a pun about a song that they sing. Yeah. So it, I don't think there's I I think there's good Jew jokes and bad Jew jokes. If you're a good Jew joke, you know, everything's fine. But if you're a bad Jew joke, we have problems. This is getting, re- this is getting real Wizard of Ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> Bad you joke? Are you a good you joke or a bad you joke? Um, ugh, no bad you jokes here. We are a, a an anti bad you joke podcast. Yeah, we're oh boy, we're gonna commit to that. Do I have I'm to commit com- to that? I'm committing to it. I'm committing I, to. I, I'm, I'm like committing. I'm committing to trying. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like it's something that's gonna be real easy for me. I know that I said one thing on this part. I think I've always said one thing, like, probably I shouldn't have said. And I'm like, all right, no, probably no one noticed it. And it's the only thing anyone's ever texted me to respond to. Like, like, wow, that was funny. Like, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
we're we're not in a, not not intended to offend here. That's not. My, I don't think goal. anyone that listens to this. It also wasn't really that bad. I've said much worse things on the other one. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> I was there for a lot of those. <laughs> you live and you learn. No, you, I think with uh, as you grow older, you get you know a little bit more less shitty. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've got I've gotten much less shitty over the years. If we did Neckbreaker when I was in my twenties, uh, it'd be a completely different show, and I would not have lasted. <laughs> I mean, if I lasted. Yeah, but I guess we kind of did do Neckbreaker when I was in my twenties. Uh... Yeah, my twenties lasted until about thirty-two. So. Yeah, uh, I I joined in when I was twenty-nine, full time. I was on the show when I was 27, 28. Wow. 36 now. I close my eyes. Only for a moment and the moment's gone. All right. <laughs> uh, what else happened this week that we can discuss briefly? Show me, geez. What didn't happen? I don't know. That's the thing. We we really don't come into this prepared at all. So no, it's like, really just how long. Some some weeks we have to reel it in because the tangents last very long. It actually felt like this was going to be one of those this week. I really we hit a random wall all of a sudden. Yeah. But if I just didn't shut down the NXT talk, we probably could have made this hour real easy. You didn't shut it down at all. I just had nothing to say. I was like, oh, it's good. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, good. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, fucking. Yeah, we we well, I didn't. I, I had to shut down your retribution talk because I. No, that's I, I, I got I everything I needed out of it. <laughs> COVID Nexus Antifa. <laughs> I guess I'm probably gonna call the episode that. <laughs> I was saying, do we have a name for the episode? We can call it COVID Nexus Antifa. Yeah, there we go. Uh, uh, Queen Antifa. <laughs> um, UNI. Uh, I couldn't think of anything. So I was trying to think of what the word they sang was, so you helped me out. Yeah. It's a unity. Um, Uh, U-N-I-T-Y-E, Perfect Ten. I can't think of, like, what, did she have any other songs? (laughs) Was it just unity? Um, I mean, she had plenty of songs. Anyone's other, like, huge hits? I can't remember them if they are. I wonder what is, if I, if what, I is Queen, what, what is Queen Latifah more famous for? Her music career or her appearance on Thirty Rock? <sighs> She's a good character on Thirty Rock. A show rich in secondary characters. The, the flag and the troops and the flag troops. <laughs> <laughs> um, a show we're now rewatching, which is just lousy with secondary characters, is Arrested Development. Yep. Sure is. Gene <laughs> <laughs> We haven't gotten a Gene Parmesan yet. Oh. No, the rewatch. We're still just getting used to um, Buster having two hands. <laughs> They're trying to kill baby Buster. <laughs> Boy fights. That was always my one of my favorite episodes. It's been so long since I've watched. Also, I think there's two full seasons of that I haven't watched. Did you never watch four and five? How many Netflix seasons were there? Two. Oh, then there's one. Um, season four they fixed, and it's pretty good now. Uh, season what was, five. What was wrong with it in the first? Because I watched it the day it came out, and I never rewatched it. Yeah, that was. It was all just like forty-five minute long episodes that focused on one character. Yeah, it kind of brings it all together at the end. So you'd watch like seven or eight episodes, and you'd never see certain characters. So it really felt disjointed. Um, but they turned them, they turned all those episodes into regular like sized episodes, and it's more chrono chronologically accurate now. So like all the characters are kind of interwoven into the, the episodes more. Okay, I'll have to watch that then. It's way better. Uh, I don't remember. We edited. We really fixed it. I don't remember hating it. That's weird that they would go back and do that. 
Yeah, um, I didn't hate it, but like it just felt it didn't feel like Arrested Development, but now it feels like Arrested Development. And also, it didn't quite have that same feeling of watching. Um, uh, Jesus Christ, I forgot the name of the movie. Summer camp movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, fucking yeah! Red, wet hot American summer. Wet, it's not so quite the same thing as wet hot American summer. The the prequel that they did twenty years after the original movie, but like Michael Sarah looked a little over older. <laughs> well, that was part of the joke they added into it. Like uh, Job having revealed himself to be uh, dating uh, the boy's ex girlfriend <laughs> had been shown to be dating uh, George Michael's ex girlfriend and. And quite aged, and like a significant effect on aging the boy. So like something that was supposed to happen like five minutes later, where he looks way older. Like they explained like how it made him so stressed out that he aged. Okay, <laughs> I don't remember that joke at all. Either that or yeah, I did. I just I, th- and... I think they added it in because uh, all the narrations a little bit different. Oh, they added different narration to it too. Yeah. Wow. They kept a lot of it, but they added some more just to like make it connect more. You know. Well, that's good. I mean, that's good I, that they I, did that. Yeah, I would definitely recommend the the revert the redone version of season four. Can you watch it. both? No, I, I think they took the original down. Wow. Yeah. Trying to keep the good stuff from us. <laughs> I, I, I think I think they took away new coke and just gave you back regular coke. But I like new coke. You were the only one who liked New Coke. All right, we got anything else? Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing either. I mean, we could deflated. Me too. I'm exhausted and haven't been feeling great this week. Yeah, I need a. I think I need a pick me up. So. Oh, I figured that you were leaving a nice pause right there so you could add the song. No, I'm going to add the song right now. Jive Soul Bro. Well, I met this lady and I told her quite a story, said I love her forevermore. But the trouble is I tell the same old story to every girl that walks through the door. This is the slicker talking to you. Well, at first they love it, then they don't. Sometimes they do it, sometimes they won't. So I said this girl, hey, you get up. She rose to her feet and began to shout. You a job so broke, a job so broke, and you always lie to your friends. You're a job so broke. A job so pro, man, you'll never get nothing in the end. Come on, baby. This is the sickest dog in the air. I ain't no Bill Cosby. I ain't trying to drug you, baby. Ow! Well, I thought this dude might learn a lesson, but I didn't learn a thing at all. Well, late last night I was out there messing with a lady that was seven feet tall. Now that was a big woman, like Akeem's size. So I said, hey, Akeem, been a night of my house. She said, no way, you talk, little girl. So I said, now, baby, can't take no more. Then she threw me on the floor at the big hill floor. See, a job so broke, a job so broke, that you always lie to your friends. You're a job so broke. A job so broke, and you'll never get nothing in the end. Oh, baby, this is the slickster. Nah, 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 I'm the pastor. And I ain't trying to be rude, but I wish you were a king. Ow! Give me that one, man, gang, bang. Yeah, daddy.
so broke and you always lie to your friends. You're a job so broke, a job so broke and you'll never get nothing in the end. You're a job so broke, a job so broke and you always lie to your friends. You're a job so broke, a job so broke and you'll never get nothing in the end.